What's up, guys? Cliff and Chandra here from Not Gospel Studios. Brendan Fraser is back in the Hollywood eye with his performance in the new movie, The Whale. Uh, don't try to look up a trailer for it because there is no trailer for it, but it is all over uh, movie critics and all over uh, in the media right now. Uh, just a lot to talk about with this movie. Uh, fat shaming, uh, triggering for fat and skinny people, apparently. What's exploitation of disabilities. Exploitation, <laughs> yeah, exploitation of, of uh, fat people or disabilities or anything else. We're going to talk about all this kind of stuff. Let us know what you guys think by the end of it. This is not gospel. We need to talk about the whale in the room, which is the whale by... <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> well, we were talking about fat people earlier. <laughs> you called me the whale in the room. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, anyways, uh, the whale. Brennan Fraser. The whale is uh, Mark's Brennan Fraser's return to acting. Mm. Uh, I'm like excited about in it. In the big screen. Now, he. Like, he, I grew up on Brendan Fraser. For a while, he's been voicing a character in Doom Patrol, and you, he acted in just a few scenes where you actually saw him, and the rest is not. It, the rest is just him. His character is this big robot guy in like a full robot suit, so you never see How him. How long has he been doing that? Uh, it's been there. It's like three or four seasons now. Oh. See, I didn't Doom even Patrol. know he was doing yeah. that. But this marks, the whale marks his his return to acting, like legit, like on the big screen. Okay, well, before you read about the whale, yeah. maybe I should tell you my, like, what I thought was surrounding this from what I saw on TikTok. Okay. Surrounding what? His, his departure from Hollywood? No, his coming back to Hollywood. Okay. What was his departure from Hollywood? Because as far as I knew, he got fat. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying as far as you knew he no longer was the hunk and the mummy and because yeah. of that they had no roles for him yes and that when people on tiktok started bringing him up again was like where'd brandon fraser go and they started uh people started mocking him about how he looked and stuff and mm. then people started defending him and then this girl won something where she got to have him like on a like a video chat with her. Yeah. And she was like, you're legendary. I love you so much. And he started crying. And then after that, he got casted as the whale because it went so viral. And that's all I knew about it. I didn't know there was any kind of scandal or anything. Okay, so, yeah. So what I discovered recently is that some people believe his departure from Hollywood was during the Me Too movement around that era. I thought he was gone way before then. Okay, hold on, hold on a minute. So this is from Variety. Brendan Fraser says HFPA ex-president sexually assaulted him. Oh. Yeah, this is an article in 2018 in Variety. Brendan Fraser is joining the Me Too movement coming forward on Thursday with allegations of sexual assault by an ex-president of the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. In a new interview with GQ, the Mummy star alleges that HFPA's Philip Burke assaulted him at the Beverly Hills Hotel in the summer of 2003. So he came out. Wow over a decade later with allegations his left hand re reaches around and grabs my butt cheek and one of his fingers touches me in the taint and he starts moving it around the actor said burke recounted the incident in his memoir with signs and wonders but said he pinched fraser's behind as a joke according to fraser though it wasn't a joke and he was overcome with fear and had to remove burke's hand wow yeah 
Brendan goes on to say, I felt ill. I felt like a little kid. I felt like there was a ball in my throat. I thought I was going to cry, he says. He rushed home and told his wife about the encounter but was afraid to go public with the incident as I didn't want to contend with how that made me feel or it becoming part of my narrative. Mm. He didn't want it becoming part of his story. Wow. I didn't know anything about that. Yeah. So uh, there's this rumor allegedly that him coming out about this alleged sexual assault, uh, that it blacklisted him. For I, and I guess that was in 2018. So the past four years, he hasn't gotten any work. I thought he pretty much was kind of out of Hollywood though before that. Well, they were saying like that he the, wasn't starring. In some things. people were saying this is the nail in the coffin. Ah, like that was the nail in the coffin. And then, uh, but you were saying that one of the general thoughts is that he just got too fat to be a Hollywood leading yeah. man. Essentially, I mean, I don't know. If, I mean, if that's the case, because you do have. I mean, you have leading men and women in Hollywood of all body types anymore. Mm-hmm. And but I wonder how much of that has that has to do with the like you said TikTok influencers and people getting behind and defending Brendan Fraser when he's when they see him crying about about appreciative fans and all this kind of stuff. Wow. This well, is, you did say there was a lot of different body types in Hollywood. Yeah. And anymore for sure. Uh, I don't think so. Have you seen people interview Jonah Hill and how, how irate he gets at them? <laughs> no. They ask him all the time these horrible questions like so how do you feel like like now that you've lost all this weight are you mm. still like the fat guy are you still like the funny fat guy or whatever he's like what kind of question is that? Like he gets mad. He's like mm. I I I wanted to make a change. I lost some weight. Like do you feel it's different now not being the fat guy in Hollywood? Mm. Do you feel like it opens you to more roles and it's just like why would people ask these kind of that's so dumb. Like even if that's something that's that is peaked in your curiosity, you should have better you should know better than to ask a question like that. Hey, so you still the fat guy in Hollywood? Well, it's like, a win-win for them because if Jonah Hill gets mad, if he says something funny, it doesn't matter. Because they get sensationalism and they yeah. get a good clip. Yeah. I hate that. Yeah. Gosh, there's nothing sincere anymore. Yeah. Not even an inter- interviewer's questions are sincere. That's just, I hope I can get the reaction. Yeah. <sighs> okay, say Brennan Frazier... Say it's more like the narrative I thought it was. <laughs> yeah, Well, which it could be because he didn't yeah. act, do anything major for a while. Say he aged out of Hollywood, like he just okay, and he needs to instead of doing starring roles, he's more of a character actor now. You know, yeah. The fact that he had a revival of sorts on TikTok and stuff, mm-hmm. and all eyeballs were on him again, and then he got cast in this movie Well, which they're not releasing trailers for. Yeah, are they just using him? Are they like, is he being exploited? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's hard to say that about him because uh, Hollywood does that. About everybody. Yeah. Any hot ticket actor, they immediately just jump on it. Yeah. Uh, when Robert Downey Jr. came back as Iron Man, his big mm-hmm. revival, let's say, it was everything was Robert Downey Jr. I mean, yeah. he was doing role after role after role. And some of them were pretty good. Some of them, they were okay movies. I'm not saying his performance was bad. Yeah. I'm just saying that they were, man, yeah. there's a lot of movies rolling out. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of these Hollywood actors are a product of Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And so at that point, they're almost a commodity. It's like, mm. unless you go out of your way to make your stand against that, like Matthew McConaughey, who said, I'm I'm not going to accept work. I'm not going to be the rom-com guy anymore. I want serious roles. Yeah. And he didn't work for like four or five years. And all of a sudden he gets some serious roles and he nailed it. He did mm-hmm. the Dallas Buyers Club and all that stuff. Yeah. Unless you're... Uh, Dave Chappelle, who completely left Hollywood and all that stuff and moved yeah. to Africa and to come back and does his own thing. Unless you make a stand, I feel like you are a product of Hollywood. 
in yeah. it at that point for the most part. So if if they make you into who you are, you almost can't blame them for using you up. Mm-hmm. And it's not – I'm not saying it's a good system. I'm not saying it's like favorable to these actors. But I'm also saying it's difficult to like see their plight when they're getting paid $20 million a role or something yeah. like that, you know. How do you think it, you would do? Like if they're like – say you lost a leg and they wanted to make a movie – about a guy that looks like you that lost a leg. Would you be okay with using yourself in that way? Yeah, I would. Hmm. I mean, I would still keep my integrity of the things I believe. And they probably wouldn't work with me anyway because of the things I believe, but it's fine. It's like Peter Dinklage. He refused to take roles because he's a dwarf for a long time. And then he was living in New York or wherever it was, like ace, like no electricity, like eating scraps, like struggling to make it trying because he's a dwarf. It's not like he can wait tables readily. Like his job is like, he was working in some, some bill collecting agency or something, some dead end job. Would little people do that get government checks? I don't know about that. You'd think it'd be a disability. When you, when you heard his story, he's Mm -hmm. like, I'm basically starving and I got fed up with not working. So I said, I will just work and take whatever job. And all these roles started coming because he was a dwarf. Mm -hmm. He was in, he was in, uh, elf. Mm-hmm. And he mainly because he was a dwarf, and he did a great job. Yeah. Like, he was awesome. His character was I great. I forgot he was in that. Yes, that and then he got the big break as Tyrion Lannister, mm-hmm. and all these roles. So I mean, if I was an amputee or something like that, and they wanted to use me because of that, so Brendan F- Fraser being used for a part called Whale because he is a larger individual. But he has, but he has prosthetics in it. Mm-hmm. The Whale is a 2022 American psychological drama film uh, directed by Darren Aronofsky. And it was uh, an adaptation of a screenplay written by Samuel D. Hunter. He had a 2012 play released of the same name, Whale. Brendan Fraser plays the main character, who is mm-hmm. a 600 pound, uh, a 600 pound man, who's basically, I think, the entire movie almost uh, takes place in his living room on his couch, where he's basically sitting oh, wow. because he's 600 pounds. It's hard to get around. Can um, you imagine? Not only are you making a film. You're making a film that you're carrying, and it's you in a room. The Joker was like that. The, the, so the Joker, Joaquin Phoenix. I didn't watch it because I thought I'd be depressed. The Joker, Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of questions people have about certain things, like did he actually kill this person or did whatever happen? And the reason they have those questions is because they filmed scenes with these people later answering those questions. But Joaquin Phoenix wasn't in the scene, and they took it out because Joaquin Phoenix is in every scene of the movie from start to finish. That's impressive. You know, yeah. like you said, it's like an entire movie where in every scene you are in the movie. And you said he got a standing ovation. Yeah, so Brendan Fraser, they released the film in the, at the Venice Film Festival, a six-minute standing ovation. If, okay. Like, he, I've always enjoyed him. He's always been good-looking. I enjoyed his comedy. But I wouldn't have said he was a top-tier actor, you know? Yeah. Like, he's not... Well, and that begs the question, is it because he was never given those roles? Is it because he never fought for them? Because you would have thought that same thing about Matthew McConaughey six years ago Mm. to maybe almost ten years ago. Because think about the movies he was in. Fool's Gold, Failure to Launch. You're like, I can't even think about it. All these (laughs) rom-coms. Just rom-coms. You wouldn't say Matthew McConaughey. He's that good-looking guy. He's not like the best actor in the world. That's what you would have said. And he knew he had acting chops. He knew he wanted to get different roles, so he fought for it. That's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Well, and maybe Brennan Frazier didn't. Maybe he didn't fight for it. Maybe he was like, I want a big movie blockbuster, The Mummy. I can get paid a butt ton of money. Sign me up. I wonder if he had a lot of like personal nerves like, oh, can I do this? This whole movie's me sitting on a couch. Like, am yeah. I going to be able to carry it? Like, 
obviously he did if he could sustain an ovation. Well, I wonder why they're not showing any trailers or anything. That's the thing. Like, they're being very secretive about it. Well, if this. it's all of him on his couch in the living room, <laughs> like... They show a two-minute trailer and... Yeah, what's it going to be? You don't have to watch the movie anymore. <laughs> You've seen it all. Yeah. I wonder if it's that and they're trying to get some hype around Generate it. some hype. Yeah. Which makes me wonder how much of this is, is uh, legit. Like, a six-minute standing ovation in Venice uh, generates hype. It definitely does. Okay. If he's playing a 600-pound man... Yes. He is a larger guy, but he's not 600 pounds. Oh, Lord, no. He was wearing prosthetics, makeup, yeah. the whole deal. They thinned his hair out and everything. I wonder like, if it's a weight loss movie. <laughs> like, is this his <laughs> journey to get out the door? <laughs> well, supposedly, uh, a lot of critics now, despite despite the, the media machine and the Hollywood machine basically charging this thing forward as one of the best movies to watch, you know, in six-minute standing ovation, there are now some critics saying, do not watch the movie if you're obese because it's triggering. Okay, <laughs> like, that's interesting. I, I'm serious. So, well, how can you trigger a fat person by watching another fat person on a movie? Like, what, what, what's the trigger? You think? Newsweek critics warning that fat people shouldn't. This is funny that this is the title anymore. Like, critics yeah. warning that fat people shouldn't see the the whale sparks debate. Brendan Fraser's upcoming performance in the whale should be avoided by both fat people and skinny people. What? According, that's everybody. <laughs> It should be avoided by people. Don't watch this movie. According to one movie critic whose opinion has sparked debate online, fans have been celebrating a renaissance, is what they call it, because Brendan Fraser's back. The coined phrase for the return of Fraser to mainstream movies and TV. His appearance in Darren Aronofsky's upcoming psychological drama is expected to be an award season favorite. But some who've seen early previews say it won't be to everyone's liking. Entertainment journalist Katie Reif posted a warning for viewers on Twitter. Though her stance incited a spirited debate in the comments section and over on Reddit too, The Whale has been hotly anticipated for a while, with Fraser telling Newsweek in 2021 that the movie will leave a lasting impression. Though since then, campaigners have criticized the movie's use of a fat suit. I can't recommend in good conscience that fat people watch The Whale, wrote Reif on Sunday after watching it at the... 2022 at the 2022 Toronto Film Festival. I can't recommend that skinny people watch it either, since it reinforces the notion that fat people are objects of pity who have brought their suffering upon themselves through lack of coping skills. Massive red flags for EDs and fat phobia. Mm -hmm. Oh, eating, eating disorders. Okay, so eating disorders and fat phobia. The main character endures over an hour of the cruelest verbal abuse imaginable and later tries to commit suicide by food. I have dealt with bulimia and binge wait, eating. Wait, wait, that's what the what happens in the whale? Apparently. He tries to commit suicide by overeating? We may have ruined the movie for us. <laughs> Spoiler alert, I'm sorry. Yeah. I have dealt with bulimia and binge eating disorders on wow. and off for years and found it incredibly triggering. Wow. Wow. That's going to be a heavy movie then. Ooh, it goes on, no but pun these are more allegations. You can tell that no actual fat people were involved in the production because of a major plot point where the protagonist is dying but refuses to go to the hospital even though he has the money to pay for the bills. Rife states that the reason would be medical fat phobia. She also noted that people were laughing at scenes in which the main character drops a key and can't pick it up. 
Rife does praise Fraser for his performance, saying that the humanity, sensitivity, and sympathy, sympathy within the movie comes from him. Fraser was awarded the Performance Award at the Toronto Film Festival on Sunday night. Do you think it's going to be a drama that has some levity in it? Or do you think this is all just going to be a depressing crap show in a good way? <laughs> well, okay, so my question mm-hmm. is, is, is it like a PSA? Because, like, they tried, you know, with Cuties, Netflix tried to, the director of Cuties tried to suggest that this was a PSA to warn people about sexual predators and that the over-sexualization of youth actually is happening. While he's sexualizing but the youth. But this, yes, yeah. she was sexualizing the youth. She was directing, the movie, the, yeah. yes, by making over-sexualized youth. And I always argued, I was like, you can't, yeah. you can't uh, raise awareness about child pornography by making child pornography. Yeah. That makes no sense. No. It's butt backwards. Uh, logic. In yeah. the same way, I wonder if they're if they're saying that this is like a maybe either a PSA to not fat shame people, to have more empathy for people who are obese and struggle mm-hmm. with weight, or if it's a PSA in the opposite way of like this is what your life could be like if you let yourself go to this extreme. Mm-hmm. You know, like I wonder if that's what they're trying to do, and if and I wonder if she's she's essentially saying it's triggering for those reasons. I feel like as a larger person, I'm probably going to have a lot of opinions on this movie. And I'm yeah. I'm definitely going to watch it. But if the, you said the review said there was lots of like verbal language at you him. You said for an hour, he's he, at least an hour, he's verbally assaulted and abused. By who? Well. I wondered if it was a self language thing. Maybe. Like if he's saying these things to himself, like I'm so fat, I'm so stupid. Yeah, but. Or if. He's been like out in the world being assaulted. But and he our retreats. idea of verbal abuse today is not what it was just a decade ago. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like she may be saying it's an hour of the worst verbal abuse you've ever heard. Mm-hmm. And it may be very, very mild to me. And you. We, may, we may sit down and be like half of it is like. I, I thought you was going to say it'd be flip flop. Like it'd be even worse now. No, what what I'm saying is she may have watched it now and been like, this is an hour of the worst verbal abuse you've ever seen on, and they on called a him large a pig person. Once. And we were listening, we're like, this dude called him fat. Like, yeah. get over it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because we come from a we come from an age where bullying was a thing. Like, we got called all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff. Things you're not allowed to even say in school today. So it's mm-hmm. like, I wonder if it really is that hard of abuse or if it's just somebody who's so thin-skinned and, and easily triggered, she's watching it like, <gasps> oh, mortified, you know? Yeah. You don't know until you watch it, obviously. Yeah. If you're going to tell skinny people and fat people to not watch it, <laughs> you just hate the movie? <laughs> Brenda Fraser did a great job in this movie. Don't watch it. <laughs> I cannot recommend that you watch it. You're going to be triggered. I, I wonder if I'll be triggered. <sighs> That's like a funny challenge to me. Like, <laughs> see what triggers you. Yeah, I wonder if I'll watch I think I'm it triggered. <laughs> and get depressed. Like, like I'm fat too. What? If, like, what if that's what it does to you? Like, well, what if I do get triggered? I think, in my opinion, I think people are just at 38 years old, almost pushing 39. I I need to lose some weight to be able to run around in the yard with my kids. Yeah, I know it. I'm aware of it, and every day with I make decisions about food and exercise, I'm thinking about that because I've got a bad back. It's better on my back to be lighter. Like, duh. And my heart, I'll get out of breath quick when my kid's running around the yard. I'm like, <gasps> you know, it's like I think you're dumb if you're a human and you want to have a quality life and you're not at least thinking about health and weight. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and so if this raises awareness about that in one degree or another. It, okay. Well, as far as I know, like maybe I'm, 
you know, pegging you incorrectly. But as far as I know, you've never had like an eating disorder. I've never had an eating disorder to my knowledge, I don't think. But I did have... Uh, what do you mean to your knowledge? Wouldn't you well, know if you had one? Because I wouldn't know the medical term of things that I did. When I was younger, I may have had a mild case of body dysphoria at one point or another. Like I was... Uh, that one summer where I literally would stay up till one and two in the morning doing push-ups and jogging in place in my room mm-hmm. and I would only eat half a piece of toast for breakfast because I was so interested in losing weight and getting yeah. thinner and stuff because I was always the chubby kid, mm-hmm. me and my brother. You know, he was this thin, fit one and I was the chubby one. So maybe I had some sort of like body dysphoria issue going on at that point. Well, you might get triggered in this movie then you bring out. But I was also just freaking 15, it's like you, you all kind. You think all kinds of crazy things when you're young, like that. But uh, do you think it's fair to use a condition, like a real condition, as a movie plot point? Like, yeah. I know we're using weight, but what if it was someone who didn't have legs, and the whole movie is well, about yeah, them not having well, legs? There's so like, many movies that are quality movies that are about that, though. Like the Joker. About? The Joker was actually using a mental condition for the entirety, for the entire premise of the movie. Mm. What was his? his? One of his mental conditions was he uncontrollably laughs. It's a it's a legitimate thing. Based mm. typically has to do with some kind of head trauma, where when you're trying to express any kind of emotion, sad, whatever, you laugh instead. I think I do that a little bit. Well, maybe <laughs> like you have nervous laughter. Well, his is like uncontrollably, and he'd have to hand out cards. I'm sorry, oh. I'm not trying to be rude. I have a condition. I laugh uncontrollably at, at different times. Like it just happens. Yeah, and that's you should see me at funerals. <laughs> bad. I missed you so much. <laughs> and what? And that movie, Peanut Butter Falcon, with Shia LaBeouf, your guy, the guy you got a crush on, or whatever. Mm. Peanut Butter Falcon has mm. a young actor with Down syndrome who wants to be a wrestler, and that's the whole premise of the movie. And some of my favorite movies, I Am Sam. I mean, that's when Sean Penn does an excellent job of playing. I didn't watch that one. Uh, he does an excellent job. Him and Michelle Pfeiffer. Did you see the Dakota other Fanning. sister? About that girl and boy who want to like be in a relationship, but they're both handicapped and their families don't want them to be together. No, I didn't see that one. Mm. I was going to say, like, there's so much that movies... So you think fat people are up for game too? Yes. As long as it's represented in an honest way. You're going to get mad at me. Oh, no. I think it's art. <laughs> I, don't think it, I don't think it has to answer anything because mm. I think public opinion can do its thing. Mm. If you yeah. do something where it's like... If you create art, mm-hmm. and like you've said, that, that is supposed to be interpretive or whatever else, but it actually is just poop smeared on a canvas. And the, the public, you can you can present that art all you want. It shouldn't be canceled. It shouldn't yeah. be discarded. People can boycott it if they want. People mm-hmm. can talk about how terrible it is. And then you can learn from your mistake and move on or keep misrepresenting fat people. You know what I'm saying? Like you were yeah. saying, I think you let society tell you if it was done right or not. Mm-hmm. So the question wasn't, isn't, is Brandon Frazier being exploited? Is is he is exploiting fat people? <laughs> well, I'm just kidding. I think we don't know. Well, he, well, here's the thing. I think we don't know. There's no way to say how it all mm-hmm. went down. Mm-hmm. But there is a mix of why this movie happened because he started getting a comeback on TikTok and all these kind of things. And he fit the bill. Like he's somebody who's not necessarily like the mummy hunk that he used to be. So they could put a fat suit of prosthetics on him and make him re- represent this story. And if he happened to be able to be the kind of quality actor who could deliver that performance, then kudos to everything everything falling in line. The stars aligning for this to be a success, you know? like Because any one of those elements could have fallen out of place. If if he didn't have a resurgence in TikTok and all this kind of stuff, maybe they'd overlook Brendan Fraser for the role and try to cast somebody else. Mm-hmm. 
you know, or he couldn't deliver as an actor, then maybe this movie winds up being subpar because even though he had a resurgence, they tried to use him, he couldn't deliver. So every one of those, however those things lined up, they lined up to make a great performance and apparently it's triggering for fat people Mm. and skinny people. (laughs) Apparently nobody should watch it. Performance of a lifetime, nobody should watch it. I don't think I agree with that. that, That's funny. uh, Movie critic. (laughs) I spaced out for like the last five minutes. (laughs) I apologize. <laughs> so it's safe to say Chandra can't wait to see this movie and formulate more opinions on it. I do want to see it. I hope I don't get depressed by it. I just saw that your pants are rolled up like they used to do in the 80s. That's hilarious. I have tight rolled my, my pants, yes. I have my ankles get hot. Okay. <laughs> if you enjoyed this clip from the Not Gospel Studios YouTube channel, don't forget to share. Click on one of the other videos that you can find here or here. Subscribe. I think it's down here. Tell your friends about us. Tell them that it's healthy and vegan and all of those things. <laughs> Keep being awesome because that's how God made you.